Shag Production presents No Chill in Smallville, starring Anthony Guy and Skyler Hunter. Hello, happy people. Did you miss me? Well, you probably missed Skyler. You definitely didn't miss me because I'm a jerk, but... Yeah, either way, we're back. So, lots have changed. Uh, show. What's the show called? Uh, the No Chill Podcast. Yeah, we're back in an actual podcast. No audio. Uh, wait, we have audio. No video. Not yet. When you start paying us more, we will show our pretty faces. Then I'll talk about all the stuff that you all want to know on No Chill After Dark coming in 2023. We have recorded before, but. There was a problem. You see, my new roommate, the technical expert. Well, Skylar, I'm going to let you explain your mess. Have at it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to season two, episode one of the No Chill podcast. Uh, yeah, I basically I fucked it. Uh, we had this great episode recorded and I recorded in the wrong format, tried to convert the format. It died and couldn't recover the file. So then it had to wait until we had free time to record our new first episode. And this episode is not going to address the content of the last episode. We'll be re-recording that at a later date. So look forward to that sometime in the distant, but hopefully not too distant future. And some of you might be wondering, why are we choosing to be transparent with you all about a phantom episode that you might never hear about? Well, the answer is simple. I am an oversharer. My mom knows that I've had threesomes and I swing. So clearly there is nothing off limits for me to discuss. If you all can see Skylar's face right now, he's thinking, whoa, 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 that wasn't in the script. There is no freaking script if I'm talking. I, I am the goddamn script. But anyway, we just want you to know that we were thinking about you. And thus, we decided to continue this vanity project because I'm very vain and Skylar's, Skylar's a good egg, so... Now, I grew up of a certain age. I was born in 1988, child of the 90s, child of Reagan. I'm not one of you boomers, so uh, not a boomer, not a millennial, even if my sensibilities do tend boomer-tastic. But one of the things I used to love as a kid, or at least I tolerated as a kid, was going to Chuck E. Cheese. The pizza, my mom swears it's the best pizza in the world. I'm old enough to say, Mom, you have garbage tasting pizza, and I attribute that to you being born and raised in Tennessee, so you don't know what a good pizza tastes like. But going to Chuck E. Cheese, you get to to see the rides the balls oh my god so many balls but then there was also my favorite person in the world charles entertainment cheese that's right the big ass mouse i love seeing him i love hugging him now that i'm older i'm realizing how creepy that is I don't hug giant furries anymore. I have kinks. That is definitely not one of them. But uh, the reason why I'm giving you this story about what any sort of uh, middle-class lifestyle was like when we were children is that you go to amusement parks or events where there are costume characters. And part of the magic, if you are that young, you get to interact with them. You don't know if they're real or not. Eh. For the record, they are not real. The only thing that's real is professional wrestling, but people dressing up in costumes, even if they're Sonic Fox, not real, do not exist. Uh, there was this case at Sesame Place that uh, hit the news a couple, was it a week ago? A couple weeks? About a week ago. 
about a week ago where these costume characters decided to ignore black children at the amusement park. Got recorded doing it. Now, I can't imagine the how rejected I would feel as a kid if I went up to Charles Entertainment Cheese and he did not hold my hand or hug me. Even now, when I go to amusement parks, I, I can't stand Disneyland, but you better believe Mickey Mouse will acknowledge me. But in terms of Sesame Street, you know, you grow up with Big Bird, Elmo, Grover's not a Muppet. Well, not one of those Muppets, but Ernie and Bert. You think these are my heroes. They taught me how to read. They taught me how to tie my shoes, how to do basic arithmetic. And why do they refuse to acknowledge me? Well, if you paid attention to the first season of, of the show, you'd happen to know that Skylar and I are, we, we have an excess of melanin in our skin. <laughs> there are lots of situations where being black will get you shown the door uh, sooner rather than later, but it's even more damaging to expose race to a child when there's no place, well, there's no place for it at all, but we're old enough to know that, yes, race is definitely a thing, but five-year-olds at an amusement park? Who the hell would ignore a child at an amusement park? Uh, not, not, not to be a conservative and say, you get paid to do a job, so do it. You literally get paid to interact with children and ignoring them should be grounds for immediate termination. Skylar, did you ever feel like you were not acknowledged by giant furries at amusement parks i was mostly terrified of those furries so i didn't really interact with them i kind of just shyly looked on as they went to go interact with the kids but no i was never the victim of uh being ignored by a giant fake furry creature i mean i was never in forced to endure racism at such a young age i know that members of my family have been forced to endure racism but that's more or less in the classroom when you get pointed out and the teacher says hey look this person is different from the rest of us why are they different oh because they're black and then they just kind of leave it at that that was one of my younger siblings who had to go through that kids should not be forced to experience racism kids should not have to endure that that is blatantly fucking unfair because they've done nothing in this world to warrant that. I mean, nobody deserves to undergo racism, but children should just be off limits completely. And you're a pretty trash person to, to, to put racism onto kids. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, you hear that, people? The first F-bomb of the season <laughs> was not me, so go and collect your bets. <laughs> it's true. This is true. I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty indignant. I was pretty indignant when I saw the story and uh, pretty upset because I watched the video and you just see it. These, these two kids, they want to high five the creature. The creature's walking down the, the, the whatever the hell it is, the street, the road, the Sesame Row, whatever, high fiving other kids. They get, they get, they get to the two little black girls and the creature just puts up his hands and says no and proceeds to go on and go high five other white kids. What the hell was that? How are you not upset by that? And I mean, the reason why one of the reasons we're bringing this up is the family is suing Sesame Place. Yeah, they should sue them. That's bullshit. I don't care what kind of apology you, you try to put out. You hired someone that had these types of views and I'm bet you this is not the first 
instance, the first case of it. As we've seen in the news and in the media before, we have seen, what is it, the, the, the OK symbol when done up, up, upside down is kind of a denotation of, of white power. Of white power. And I've seen that in numerous instances where, where characters at amusement parks or clowns or whatever um, have done that. They'll put the OK symbol on, on black kids. And this type of shit should not be okay. And the fact that it's allowed into these places where innocent children are just going for an experience is bullshit. Why do we have to deal with this? Why is this something that is a part of our society? Why are these individuals being hired? And look, I'm, I'm not gonna come across come across as the biggest child apologist. Uh, little snot-nosed brats, I kid you not, keep them away from me. <laughs> they are disease carriers. I do not want the measles, chicken pox. And why, why am I bringing this up? Because some, well, hopefully nobody who listens to this show, vaccinate your goddamn kids. Yeah. <laughs> they're little, they're little petri dishes of disgusting. Uh, you know, yeah, so I can understand not wanting to interact with kids because kids are filthy, but these kids were showered, clean. Hell, they look better than I ever did as a kid because I was a little dirtball. So there's no reason to abstain from kids, especially when it is your goddamn job. You are paid to provide merriment to extend the illusion that, yay, my childhood heroes are a thing. I know you you dismissed two beautiful black girls <laughs> philadelphia no less you understand how this how racist you have to be to dismiss black people in philadelphia of all places there are a lot of black people there this isn't like you're living in lawrence kansas have you have you ever been i mean because some people i guess when we when we enter into certain situations we don't automatically know if someone's racist, right? We don't know if someone's being racist and we can only surmise through consistent behavior and maybe through telltale signs, right? And sometimes you don't know if a person is being racist or not. And so my question for you is, and, and possibly for, for, for our, our listeners is, do you, have you ever been snubbed by someone and had suspicions that were being racist? Well, I haven't graduated from KU yet, so I, I cannot speak to that question there. But I graduated from Cal State Fullerton, and I can definitely speak to it there. And Cal State Long Beach. Uh, of course, I've had professors who, uh, I will never forget this. One professor said uh, we were discussing ideas for a class paper, and my idea was, well, creative, because I'm an oddball and I study, I like to study interesting things. And a professor said to me, I'm surprised you came up with that. <laughs> now, there's always surprises in academic curiosity, but when you're in a grad program and you're talking about the depth of where your project's supposed to go, to hear that I'm surprised that you're thinking that you thought about that, I kind of had suspicions that this person thought I was stupid before due to rumors that circulate. Don't ask how I know things, but some of y'all need to be very careful with how your dirty laundry gets uh, disseminated because even though I don't talk to people, I, I find this shit out very quickly, which means some of you are all bad at your job. But yes, being around people, you do pick up on little racist tenets. I've taught. I have definitely had students 
implied that I was not good at my job, that I was not smart enough to teach, that I was not smart enough to teach them when some of these people were not smart enough to read the free textbook I provided them. But being around people, do you detect racism? Racism, of course. Hell, Skylar and I, once upon a time when we wore much younger men's clothes, we ran the salsa program at our college. So two black guys being the face of salsa at a, at a Hispanic serving institution, Oh my God, you you have to take dance lessons from us. You have to listen to music selections that we pick and then we're gonna go dance with your women because we know salsa better than you do. You can't tell me Skylar, we didn't get looks from some people that didn't verge on. Ah, that person thinks they're a little better than what they are. Ah, we should bring them down to our level. Ah, alas, we can't because they fucking run the club. I can honestly say that maybe i was not aware of it um but i don't i don't remember a particular instance maybe maybe more from the the, the people that we danced with than than the people that existed around in the club but uh, i'm sure there were definitely microaggressions that popped up and things that I wasn't entirely aware of or engaged with, uh, mostly because I think back then we were just trying to exist, and um, uh, maybe maybe you were trying to thrive, but I was just trying to exist uh, back then. I, I was trying to get laid. Let the record show <laughs> that I was trying to get laid. Also, there were lots of Catholics in Salsa Club that did not help my case at all. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of drama in in the dance scene, just in general, between people. And when we were at the height of of, of our dance journey in in salsa, we were part of the team. We were on the, the, the school board and whatnot. I would say that there were definitely incidences where, or incidents where uh, racism did kind of kind of pop up and, and rear its ugly head and there were definitely conversations I remember actually starting to remember some of the some of the the BS that we went through where I remember I remember a certain person making a comment that black people smelled a certain way you went there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah I oh my god yeah. black people black they smell, you know, they, I'm just saying, you know, they, they smell a certain way. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I've been using Irish Spring since high school because one, I wrestled and you want to get, you want to eliminate the chance of ringworm. And two, because, you know, you shower with Irish Spring once, you don't have to shower for the next three or four days. Irish Spring gets strong as crap. But yeah, black people smell. You know, this, that also reminds me of a, no, can't talk about that. We'll save that for No Chill After Dark, but just lumping black people in that smell. By the way, this guy was sitting at a table with three black people when he said that shit. Was he sitting down? I thought we were walking. I might be no, I thought we were. I might be remiss. We weren't at Del Taco? We were not at Del Taco. Maybe we were on our way to Del Taco. It was Taco oh, Tuesday. It was definitely a Taco Tuesday that this happened. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Phil Martin. But 
you know, it, when you look at the guy's friend base, what the inner circle of Sauce as it stands, uh, myself, Black, Skylar, Black, person who ran a Catholic Newman club, who is no longer super duper Catholic anymore, Black. I have never smelled anything off either of us. It, uh, not either, there are three of us off of any of us and keep in mind this is after we go hardcore dancing for two three four hours a night and yet nobody manages to spell so drawing that out throwing that out there as a generalization black people are smell what's next are you going to say black people are prone to criminal activity black people are better at playing football because of an extra tendon in their legs <laughs> yeah yeah uh those like those sorts of conversations you, don't, you maybe don't realize it at the time as well, especially back then, because I wasn't as hyper aware of, of conversations and people's stances. And when they brought things like that up, um, you, you aren't as aware of what a person says. Uh, you may be offended by it, but do you necessarily call it out as racist in that moment? Um, I don't think I did. I remember going, what the actual fuck? Uh, is this person saying right now this is asinine um and 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 just realizing that um preconceived notions i mean i never i never had that kind of notion that a certain uh, a, a, a race of people smelled a certain way or acted a certain way i, I tend to not ascribe stereotypes I don't even know if that is a stereotype or if that's just idiocy. I mean, I think it's just idiocy. This person is an idiot. Um, can, can the answer just be yes? Kiss. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are times where people, you know, go through difficulty where their hygiene is not the greatest. Uh, season four of The Wire, Dookie. Uh, God, Dookie was such a tragic character. Your mom's a drug addict. You, you don't have clean, uh, you don't have running water, soap, clean clothes and stuff. So yeah, you will smell if you don't have access to uh, necessities that we take for granted. Stuff that should be, you know, basic human rights. But we were at it, and I had to catch myself here because I was going to say we're at a university where uh, clearly that's not the case, but there are tons of college students who are struggling, who... <laughs> might not have access to the things we take for granted. We lived on campus during this time, so our showers were not the best <laughs> as far as, as far as, you know, walking in there because shower shoes are a thing. Yeah. But I know showers, Skylar. I know I showered. You know why? If you engage in physical activity, it helps to shower. So black people smell good. And what makes what our I'm going to say my friend. I'm not going to say Skylar's friend because Skylar hates that guy. <laughs> what makes it so insidious is I think about myself, Skylar, third uh, unnamed black person who was around us. The insidiousness of it is black people smell, but you guys are the good black people. Yeah. You don't smell. I hang around you because you buck the norm. Being the good ones, being the not to borrow this uh oversimplification of the model minority from our asian pacific islander colleagues but you're one of the good ones you don't smell you manage to somehow civilize yourself enough to brush your teeth uh shower with soap and use deodorant and wash your clothes i am proud of you for overcoming this tremendous difficulty that has afflicted your brethren yeah it's nuts but I mean, that's not the only place where we where we deal with microaggressions. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into 
into also which i mean it also kind of i think arose from definite college years i'm glad that you brought up salsa because it makes the segue so easy but uh dating life it uh dealing with microaggressions and and, and dating dating while black dwb right <laughs> it's interchangeable <laughs> But dealing dealing with with uh, with with apparent race or a non-apparent I will say non-apparent racism in the form of of conversations. Uh, my dating experience has been, I would say, traumatic uh, to say the least. Uh, I think one of my first experiences was asking someone out from the same dance group. Uh, them saying yes. And then them writing me a letter saying no, and that the reason that they had the change of heart is that their family was racist and they didn't want to bring me into that. Um, this would be like a line of, of, of reasoning that would follow me into future relationships. I would say that my, my ex uh, tried to break up with me under the pretense of the very same excuse uh, by basically weaponizing my blackness against me and saying that the reason why we couldn't continue further in a relationship is because I was black. Even though it, it found out that she was cheating on me with another black guy, so fuck you. Um, the jungle fever wait no <laughs> jungle fever doesn't apply to black man asian woman relationships i'm gonna fire up the google real quick and <laughs> forget forgive my search history for this but one of the other things that you know as i tried to get back into the uh, the dating world um which has been a slow process one of the things that i did do research on was was dating apps and realizing that that there is a lot of racism within dating apps and there are a lot of microaggressions um, not just based upon uh what i don't know discrimination based on height is what i've seen from my perspective uh discrimination based on the color of your skin discrimination based on your cultural background discrimination based upon your economic status uh all of those discrimination against discrimination against your vaccination status <laughs> against your vaccination status yeah discrimination yeah there there are a lot of levels of discrimination and uh, and prejudice within dating apps and it's nuts to see this to to kind of see this but i mean moving away from those which i mean those like the vaccination status and whatnot like i mean honestly i have a bit of a a kerfuffle if a person isn't vaccinated so please please get vaccinated it's important um or die <laughs> i'm i'm good with either way <laughs> but there's there's a there's there's a really interesting term i guess that i saw where uh, it was a rolling stone article where it says why dating apps are racist as fuck with or without ethnicity filters and they say sexual racism that's the term sexual racism 
I didn't even realize we had gotten that far. My my knowledge on this terminology is uh, admittedly limited, but trying to find out more about it. But definitely realizing that dating apps and the racism that permeates on there and my experience with it has been through microaggressions, through people uh, decidedly saying things in their profiles or or uh, not saying things, whether you get a swipe or not, depending upon the color of your skin uh, and, and how often you match. There, there are definitely statistics out there that prove that black people decide we get way less uh, attention than, um, than non-black individuals. Um, I think even worse is uh, black females have it even worse on both sides, whether you're straight or or lesbian. Uh, transgender people have it even worse. Um, but one of the I notice there's a sliding scale of a sliding scale going downward of yeah. how bad will you possibly have it? Yeah. It, so it's pretty much if you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pretty much if you're a person of color, if you're not female, for the most part on these dating apps, you are sliding down, you're you're going down a very slippery slope uh, in terms of, of matching with people and not to be all doom and gloom. But as I've seen on, on Reddit and I've just, in my own experience, when you're going through these profiles and whatnot, um, you find that folks who are of a certain, certain racial background, uh, t tend to have it easier. I'm not going to say that everyone from that from that uh, from that racial class has it easier, but they do tend to have more matches than folks from uh, from who are persons of color. Especially, I would say, especially men. But one of the things that I saw in this article was they talked about a disturbing amount of profiles declare whites only. Now, I haven't personally come across that wow maybe maybe you have but uh they said that this wasn't in like alabama or arkansas this was in like Bro brooklyn and manhattan <laughs> brooklyn yeah where you're seeing the bk yeah hova yeah where, where you're seeing this and so it's it's crazy and and whites only is not a microaggression that is being very aggressive about <laughs> your stance so <laughs> let me let me let me clarify that um but I mean, basically you have to, one of the things that, that talked about it is like, um, even, even folks that add hashtag black lives matter to their profile, um, a lot of it is bull crap because if you're not willing to date people of color, you still don't see them as whole people. You're saying, oh yeah, black lives matter. I'm with the movement, but you're not actually willing to give a shot and maybe this is me standing on a soapbox and i'm trying to avoid sounding like an incel but i'm trying to also talk about a very pertinent issue that's going oh, on in the dating community. I, I gotta pick a fight with you here buddy yeah you're telling me that there are people who have black lives matter in their profiles and they say it and they don't actually mean it that's false advertising <laughs> why would someone ever do such a thing well you know the folks that have white solely in their profile do mean it so <laughs> <laughs>
Well, shit, they have whites only. They're not saying Black Lives Matter, but but no, you're not coming across as incelish yet. Yeah, <laughs> but but there have been some times where uh, I haven't seen this as prominently as you have with uh, visually seeing whites only in whites only in dating profiles. I've definitely heard about that from sex workers, where some where people who engage services of sex workers, where you will see no AA in their profile, which of course means no african-americans and go what the fuck i thought all money was good money no even some, even some sex workers who are generally considered wrongfully if i might add wrongfully considered to be on the outskirts of society even they can discriminate there it is a no win situation i have encountered people who have told me that i can't date you because you're uh, because you're black and that's uh, not fun as have I <laughs> I and even worse on my spectrum of things I'm sure we'll get back to you and your worst situation because you know that that was a six year relationship that went up in smoke for no fucking reason god damn that person whose name I cannot mention out of fear of getting sued <laughs> but I have had people who I have actually slept with yes this host has sex occasionally <sighs> then I got married. Anyhow, you know, hey, I have no problem having sex with you, but I cannot date you because, you know, my mom said that if I was ever with the black man, it would ruin me for other people. Now, there, the younger lad version of me would think, you're right, I am going to ruin you from other people because, my God, this, what, what I am slanging in my pants is a weapon of ass destruction. Jesus. Jesus doesn't want any of this. <laughs> he wants a peace. Well, come one, come all. And he will come multiple times. Oh, but but yeah, but the realistic uh framing of what happened is of I mean the interpretation of the event was you're good enough to sleep with. You're good enough to even proofread my horrible essays because I'm a shitty writer. But no, I'm I would be ruined if people knew we were together. I've had liaisons with other women who have specifically been with me because I was black. And I mean, sure, I profited I profited in that moment, but holy fuck, you're with me because I'm black. And if you're a black male, there is one nagging stereotype that actually Skylar falls under. So, ladies, Skylar is single. And yes, with him, it is 100% the truth. Oh my God. So, black, black men romantically, just looking at the stereotypes. And keep in mind, this applies if you are not an athlete. If you are a black male athlete, such as, well, you've seen them all. Some of these stereotypes do not, do not work, with the exception of maybe being hypersexual, which... Some of those claims of hypersexuality are, are facetious to me because sex is fun. If you like having sex, you should not be shamed for liking it. But then again, we all remember that Monday Night Football promo from years back with uh, Terrell Owens and Nicole Sheridan from Desperate Housewives. God damn, that was offensive. But WWE made it uh, made a better parody of it. So if you if you're a black guy, culturally, what are you what are you avoiding dating? You don't want to be seen as cheap because, as you know, most black men are criminals and they can't afford a job. 
And they sure as hell don't tip when they go out on dates. Uh, they might be too much of a thug, thug in heavy, heavy quotation marks. You know, they might be too hood or uncivilized. Or they might have a ginormous penis that'll wreck your existence. My God, how can all these damn stereotypes be thrown at us? How do we overcome that? Case in point, let's throw the counter out here. Skylar and myself. Oh crap, I'm gonna sound incelish at this point. Neither Skylar and I are thugs. He listens to more rap music than I do, but it's Kendrick Lamar. He's not going to be accused of listening to the really intense shit that would make us, you know, run for the edges. We both wear glasses. We both are highly credentialed and degreed, maybe too much so. I love tipping for good service. I think everybody should be paid a living wage, but I definitely do tip. But these considerations are not valid because I don't look like Ryan Gosling or that Taylor Swift song from years back that annoys the piss out of me. I want that James Dean. And she mentioned James Dean. James Dean is freaking dead, all right? <laughs> Skylar and I are alive. <laughs> and so's a host of other black men and men of color who have gotten the short end of the stick because, well, you don't like you don't look like how society tells me to look. Well, I'm sorry I don't look like that, but also I have a PhD and you do not. And for once, this is not an obscene reference to my genitalia because again, I am not Skylar. <laughs> Think about who you would want your children to date. Uh, personally, I would want my kid to date someone who, someone intelligent, somewhat cultured, treats them well, and is smart enough to know that skin is not the be all, skin color is not the be all end all of romantic interest because fetishing, fetishizing people, even though it worked for me three or four times in Kansas, possibly more than that if I could, you know, track down people who refuse to speak to me. Life is so much more than our skin color, our perceived cultural differences when eh, everybody just wants someone to treat them well. Are black people chronically unable to treat people well? I don't think so. Skylar was a great boyfriend. It, setting up dates at the Ritz Carlton, by God, I would never do shit like that. That's not because I'm black, that's because I'm cheap. There's a difference. <laughs> a hotel is a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the, I mean, the crux, the crux of the argument is, is really just dealing with uh, preconceived notions, right? Society, I mean, you hit on it when, you, when you're talking about, we don't fit into society's perception of what the person, the type of person you should date is. And a lot of the time you can see that on these dating apps. And it's not even just the color of your skin. That's a factor, but it, a lot of the time it's your height and it's your, your body type there is a lot of discrimination and um and it doesn't necessarily go both ways it doesn't necessarily go both ways um if you dare body shame a woman you will and also i'm saying that you should never body shame anyone just in general principle but yeah there's a there's a term that i've seen there's a term that i'm sorry to cut you off there's a term that i've seen on on these apps that uh that that particularly women are using um to to basically denote physical body type that they're interested in and the word is active they're saying active and it's such a in my opinion it's a very slimy word because it's basically just saying they want a guy who's physically fit and nothing's wrong with saying what it is that you want 
but also i guess have an open mind and try to approach it as everyone's on their on their own journey and some folks may be further along in their journeys that others aren't and that in terms of acceptance and understanding of position you're wanting people to understand you and your position and where you're at and it, it kind of goes back to that saying where it's like if you if you didn't want me when i was poor and decrepit you can't have me now that i'm rich and famous and it's very much that's very much the case i think when it comes to using certain terminology on on dating apps and also with regards to uh racial bias like you can't you, you don't want that person because they're black but now because they they're making a bunch of money and their face is plastered everywhere now all of a sudden it's okay to date them it's kind of like that, that same argument that people would make about prince where they would date certain races racist people love prince and they say oh he's not black he's prince no fuck you he is black <laughs> no fuck you he's prince <laughs> he's both but i would sleep with prince for crying out loud <laughs> i don't know a person that would but uh, just to use that as an example right or 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 michael jordan it goes back to if you've seen uh i think it's called uh it's is it do the right thing it's the spike lee movie where they're having the conversation in the pizza shop where spike lee is trying to have a conversation with the pizza owner and kind of telling them you keep calling everybody these n-words uh but some of your favorite player your favorite basketball players are black some of your favorite uh musicians are black and that person says well they're not an n-word they're who they are but then everybody else is an n-word and the guy's like yeah that type of thinking is a is 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 a warp is is a warped perspective and it's perspective that has not left our current society it's very much real it's very much permeating everything and that's why i've been using this term called microaggressions because it's that's really what it is and it's really what racism has become is it i mean well not necessarily in trump's america because when Trump was president and we are very much still in Trump's America. Uh, people were more outward with their racism, so you could kind of see it. But now that Trump isn't necessarily leading the charge, people are kind of falling back into their microaggressions with racism. There's still an, an, an overt, there's still a lot of overt activity, but uh, now we're dealing with the people that maybe won't look won't look you in the face when they're serving you in a restaurant will leave you sitting there at your table this has happened to me um where the person just completely ignores you and the person you're with and they'll literally have a full conversation with the people at the table next to you you've done nothing wrong you haven't said anything you weren't rude to this person but they're just completely ignoring you and this is where it's the feeling of being snubbed by someone and having trying to figure out in your mind if this person is being racist or if they're just being a jerk when they're perfectly talking to the the non-black individuals right next to you um and then when they come over to talk to you they're very curt they don't want to look you in the face they really don't want to take anything from you and then uh proceed to ignore you for the rest of your your visit to this particular restaurant how do you classify feel, that behavior 
I feel every restaurant should be Waffle House personally. <laughs> you come in, you pay your money. The the fry cook the fry cook rockstar makes you your meal. It's all the same. But that's not going to be the case. Hell, to deviate a little bit, well not deviate, but to show where this prejudice extends into extreme circumstances, as uh, Skylar alluded to earlier that the LGBT community uh, still faces race uh, you race discrimination in addition to sexual discrimination. My God, sexual racism, uh, wait, sexual racism, and where the hell else was I going with that? Anyway, that was the punchline. So I might lead an alternative lifestyle, and this is where Skylar takes off his headphones and ignores me until I give him the okay symbol. <laughs> so participating, uh, I I'm a swinger. You'd be surprised how many profiles that you'd run into that say, that say we like a certain crowd. <laughs> ah, do you have Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter in your profile? <laughs> Absolutely not. I support the military. I support cops. Now, color me, uh, color me crazy, and well, don't color me. Mom and dad already colored me enough. <laughs> If you are engaging in something that would be considered blasphemous by society at large, why on God's green earth do you choose to discriminate within that subculture? You're telling me that you've decided to go outside of your marriage or outside of your relationship for some extracurricular fun, but it matters who you're having fun with. Or in some, in some cases, that could swing positively and work in my benefit. That has not happened yet, but when it does, there will be an episode and there might be pictures. But no, I only want to hang out with blah, blah, blah. I only want to party with blah, blah, blah because... Well, it's deviant behavior. It's something that we wouldn't do in our normal life. Our community would frown upon us. I am not your fucking trophy. Because granted, I will still sleep with you, but I will let everybody know we slept together. And bow down, you're an outcast too. Welcome to the real world. Welcome to being judged just based on the color of your skin and not anything else you've done worth justifying your bigotry Skylar I hate this planet I really do <laughs> yeah well you know honestly if we went to a different planet we would just be bringing our problems with us so we're stuck with this I heard the aliens actually exist and have tried to contact us but then they saw how fucked up we were and went back to their planets yeah unless you saw nope I would highly recommend everybody go see nope <laughs> see everything jordan peele does Let, let's be realistic yeah i i yeah i'll leave on that note that if you want a, a, a real accurate representation of what it means to be black just watch one of his movies but the problem is unless you are black you're gonna have a hard time understanding <laughs> So I highly suggest that you subscribe to our premium service where you can borrow Skylar or Anthony as your black Sherpa to lead you out of your possibly myopic racist views. Yeah, it only costs $9.99.99. Shipping included. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on that note, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, we will record that other episode 
eventually the topic we talked about in the episode was very important but this is also an important uh, topic to discuss um, so look for future episodes great to be back and we are still bitter about dating even if i'm just about to celebrate my three-year anniversary fuck dating you people make this shit weirder than it had to be also time to go sleep with somebody who is not my girlfriend because we've got a thing for black guys hey oh uh no <laughs> thanks for tuning in we'll catch you next week stay black stay uh well stay non-racist to black people yeah we'll, we'll work on our tagline yeah. be, be good human beings how about that Nah, I don't. I don't like that. That that that's too broad. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, peeps. Later. The sky, the sky is falling. Everybody's trying to grab the cloud. Sky, the sky is falling. Everybody's trying to grab the cloud. The whole world burning. The whole world burning, it's red against blue. The whole world's yearning for purple in the sky, like the sun is saying bye. The whole world learning, it's waste is about to die. Pray for pieces of the pie, but we sim with the crumbs. We just like we wanted love, it's so different than it was. Everything is falling down, everything is falling down, everything is falling down, everything is falling down. The sky.